Welcome to Date Night Podcast. A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. That means it's the Freet's turn. Nothing happens at the start of his turn. Uh, if... Hang on. Hold, please. Date Starts his turn. Takes 2d6. Okay, so I shouldn't have done it when I cast it, but I still... Right now he's supposed yeah. to take it. Uh, any creature that ends his turn must succeed on a deck saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage. All right. So his... F- As milky his fly speeds rub against it. Uh, his fly speed is 60, so... Uh, well, he's going to come noise. out of there. And I think he'll still have the movement to get over here. Uh-oh. Shit. And take some scimitar attack. Uh, a scimitar attack at GW. I can't make him float, so... <laughs> uh, tried, who tried to reduce him? I like my size. Oh, that's not his voice. <laughs> it uh, is now. Yeah. What? That's everyone's voice already. You have that's to pick a new 26 one. to hit. Yeah. I'm going to guess that hits... Uh, 14 slashing damage mm-hmm. and 7 fire damage. Mm-hmm. 14 and 7? Mm-hmm. Well, slashing damage doesn't exist. Uh, you. Tr- I've tried it, but... You tried slashing already, so you can't... No, he tried, no, I tried fire. fire last fire. time. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can try slashing then. It's a deception? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Fails. Yeah. I'm getting right, So you take that. I'm out. You're unconscious. Yeah. And as uh, roll a roll a d6 odd, you fall off, even you stay on. Odd. Mm. Odd. You fall down, immediately take damage, and fail your first death saving throw. All right. Well, does he hit the water tower with his attacks? No, it's just a scimitar attack at you. And he's going to float about mm-hmm. where he was. Uh, I don't think he has the movement to get to anybody, so he's going to throw a hurl flame at Zev and remain pretty high up. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Jesus, that was way too many fucking dice. Yeah, and they were <laughs> high. Uh, 14, 19. That's 22 points of fire damage. All right. And that will end his turn. Uh, back to the top of the order is the Flame Myrmidon. I guess he's attacking Brozen right now, so he's going to continue to do that. Somehow he has not recharged that yet. Uh, that, that one hits. Does a 16 hit? No, no. On the Azers? No, 17 armor class. Okay, so one hits. <laughs> For one damage. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's five damage. and it, That's not halved because it's oh, magical. Okay. So Brozen takes five more damage. Another big round up in the <laughs> in that corner of the map. Thrilling mini battle. Uh, Kalman. Can Kalman make it to GW? Yes, he's one, mm. two, three, four, five. He can only move five. You can make it. Okay. Uh, he's going to throw a cure wounds on you, buddy. Yay! Oof. Uh, he hasn't used any second levels yet, so he'll burn one of those. And heal you for 2d8 plus... That's uh, 12. You're at 12 health. Yes. But I'm sure I've lost concentration for fly. Yeah. Oof. You should have been making checks on that all the times you took damage, but I'm, I'm bad for that. All right. That's why we have the concentration hats. But that's Kalman's everything. So, uh, Kira, it's your turn. Uh. He's up here. I can still see him. Yeah, because he's flying. It helps him not be in melee, but it means you can see him from where you are. Oh, so. no. There goes Tokyo. 
But melee is like my thing. Yeah, me too. I'll try another freeze arrow. Okay. You cannot hit me. And I think I'm feeling my <laughs> luck. <laughs> so I'm going to try sharpshooter. With your freeze arrow? Okay. <laughs> feeling oh, my luck as no. I knock my water bottle There goes a water bottle. 19? Yes! That's yeah. with the minus five? Mm-hmm. That hits. Yes! Yeah! So he's not... Go ahead and roll your damage first. Fifteen. That's with the plus ten. For sure. Twenty-five. Okay. Told you I was feeling it. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm and he's got to make a constitution <laughs> save against being freezed. Yes. Here would you please let him be frozen? Love, mm-hmm. Grease Wizard. Constitution. That's a twenty something. So he is not freezed. Um, but he took all that damage. It's still your turn. Another arrow. Okay. Regular. And another one. And another one. <laughs> and, oh. I'm feeling sharpshooter still. All right. Eventually that luck runs out. Uh, that was a 16 and the other one was a 15, so I'm assuming I hit. Yeah, if it's higher, it hits. But it has not. But it is not and no, um, no Colossus. Colossus Slayer because you already used it. 11. That's with the plus 10? 21. Wow. <laughs> Two arrows. 46 points of damage in one turn. Deep. Uh, into crazy. this guy. Holy cow. He's dead, right? No. No, he is not. Of but, course not. Uh, those two arrows sink real deep, almost up to the fletching uh, in him as he really feels that impact, and you see him kind of drift a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wiggle in the air. Yeah. Oh, I was just wiggling my Godzilla. All right. In the air. <laughs> Aaron, it's your turn. Uh, Greasy, can you fly me up there? He's way over here. <laughs> she weighs about a thousand pounds right now, by the way. He has the fly spell. I was asking if he could cast fly on me. Um out of everything. I'm I don't out know. of health. I don't I'm know how magic works. Levels. Do you want to give me thirty minutes and two uh six D ten worth of necrotic damage? I don't know how magic works. I was asking. No, I'm gonna bloody hell have any more third level spells. I would have blasted him already instead of dying. And they're just shouting this across the battlefield. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, be more observant. I didn't Aaron. know it was a third level this. spell. <laughs> the Ifrit's literally in the middle. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Okay, can I climb up on the rooftop where I I dropped the quarry spain? Uh, yeah. Is that? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you can make it feel like a normal move. It'll be your action to climb. Yeah, up on the of roof. course it will. Is it a one-story building? Because then she could theoretically just yeah, reach up and grab tall. it. Well, it doesn't have to be right on the edge of the building either. Oh, she is really tall. Uh huh. Thirteen like feet. 14, yeah, yeah. 14 feet. you could probably just reach over and grab it. Yes. Okay, I'd She's like to reach over and grab yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Good. And can I throw it at him now? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quarry's bane. Oh, is that crap. out of your? If he's 40 feet up, is that out of your short range? What's your short range? Um, I don't know. I should probably is re-roll. Is him 40 feet up? Because he's really tall. Um, My range? It doesn't say range on here. It's for it's a javelin. javelin. Oh, range 90 feet. Oh, yeah. No, wait. No. It's on your javelin. Your javelin on your I think it's 30 it slash something. 30 dash 120. All right. So you're at disadvantage, but you can throw. <sighs> Oh, I rolled no. even worse. No, there I don't. Clangs harmlessly off the water well, tower. What's your pl- what's your pluses? The highest was a the. I mean, with the disadvantage, it would have been a nine. You don't. Yeah, but you add things to that. It would have been. I don't think I do. Yeah, you add your strength and proficiency bonus with to my your... strength. With my strength and proficiency, it would have been nine. Oh, okay. Well, and plus one, it's a magic weapon, but ten doesn't hit. Yeah. Okay. I'll get him next time, though. You still have another throw. The range is 30 feet, though. No, No, I didn't. How far is she? I rolled a two. She's in her long range, because he's up about 40 feet and that far away. Okay. Uh, Can I pick it up and throw it again? Mm Mm-hmm. You have the other javelin, the regular one there on the roof that you can throw again. Can I do it? But can I grab Quarry's Bane and throw it again, or would that be It's over here. No, probably not. Okay. I guess I'll throw a regular javelin then. Okay. (gasps) 
That's a 19 and a 20. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Um. Okay. It's a D6 plus your strength modifier for a javelin. Okay. Yes. Um, that would be, but not pr- plus proficiency, right? No. But, um, okay. So that would be a nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. The javelin sinks in pretty deep into his leg and he's starting to look pretty rough. Uh, anything you pretty much use, you might have 10 more feet of movement. Is there anything you want to do with that? I'm going to go over to quarry Spain right, as get- far as I can go. About there. Okay. Uh, next is Hannah. I feel like my move speed should be doubled since my legs are twice as long, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, but your weight is eight much. times. Yeah. Hannah's going to peek around the corner and then peek back so she doesn't really have to move and just shoot two crossbow bolts. <laughs> Miss with two crossbow bolts. And uh, Roran. I guess he's he's on this... Myrmidon yeah. here uh, with his greatsword, two attacks. Thrilling. <laughs> Thrilling. <laughs> even with the... No. Even with the... He doesn't 18? hit. I thought that's an eight. That's an 18, my friend. Okay, one hits. Woo! <laughs> we turned the light on. Yeah, all right. Uh, can he do anything with that? He's, He's going to add Furious Strike to that. Uh, so he can do a little bit of extra damage here. Maximize your weapon damage against the target and add a ferocity die. He's going to use his smaller ferocity die from his fierce feet. Oh, that was so cute when it went down the dice tower. So that's yeah, three. <laughs> and his max damage for the great sword is 16. So that's 19 halved is nine. All right. That battle is just math. That's all that one is. <laughs> And uh, that expended one of his his only D4 ferocity dice. Okie dokie. It is Grease Wizard's turn, who you are prone uh, because you were just healed. And you are there with the water tower. Well, not between you. So he was yelling at me still, back and forth from the ground. Still probably hard to see from your angle with the tower here and how short you are and how close you are to it. Okay. Can I, but I can't see him at all? You can use your movement to stand. All right, I'll stand. Okay. Uh, I'll let you roll a perception check, I guess. Six. You can, I mean, I guess you could see him no matter what, but he's got like three quarters cover from the tower. Oh, that's fine. I don't, I don't care about cover. I'm going to cast Shatter on him. Okay, on yeah, that stupid makes face. him... On his stupid, <laughs> dumb, dumb face. What was that, con save? Constitution save, yeah. He gets... He gets extra to dexterity saves for cover, but not constitution saves. But this, I can, the range is 60 feet, and I can cast it where right. he is. It, he can't. Oh, okay. That's not great. Uh... Eleven. No. Shatter his stupid face. Shattering his dumb face. Six, eight, nine. Nine Nine shatter damage. All right. To his stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You watch as some of his horns just blast off the top of his head. Good. Um, And he just, his face looks really rough. He's got blood, especially where those arrows went into him real deep, just pouring out. And it's kind of turning to ash as it's uh, sprinkling down onto the ground. Bleed for me. I tried to make a deal with you. (sighs) Cash shatter again next turn. All right. Um, It is. I I haven't taken damage once this game. Same. Well, there's a lot of places for it to go around. Uh, Who goes next? Salamanders are not here. Squad of dwarves. They need it out. Roll, roll <laughs> that. Roll that healing <laughs> footage. Roll a d6 for the squad of dwarves, please. One d6. Yes. Two. Two. Should I add anything to that? I don't know. You have the spell. <laughs> no, I copied it from my druid. It just says one d6 hit points written down. 
That's probably it then, unless it's plus your wisdom modifier. That's what I was wondering. I'll see if they get regrouped back. They do. They take 11 points of healing as they try to heal themselves and drag each other through your spectral deer. (laughs) Pull them through the deer. (laughs) Through the deer. I'll pull them through the deer. And you just see these dwarves (laughs) in a circle, like, pulling the corpse, not corpses, but the unconscious friends through the deer. Push them back and forth through the deer as much as you can. Can't they (laughs) stand around, like, pet it or something and stick their feet in? Not the unconscious ones. They say, every time they go in the deer, they take heel and shake them in there. (laughs) (laughs) They're all whistling at the same time. (laughs) Come on. Breathe. Breathe, damn you. <laughs> it looks like four four of them are, are up now, and they're still trying to heal one. I can't find and it is Zev's turn. Okay. Um, Zev, after getting hit by a fireball, uh, is a little a little worried, so uh, Hexblade's curse bonus action. Okay. What's his face? And then he's going to blink. Okay. So. Yeah, it is kind of ashy in here. You might yeah, want to clear I, your I, eyes. I you blunked? I okay. Boofed. I boofed. You boofed. Is that your action? That's my action for this turn. All right. It is uh, Azer time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so Somehow I see a giant flaming Tim Allen. <laughs> That's your, your go for them. If uh, you know. Well, this has been going great so far. <laughs> yep. Um, Three attacks. We're going to hit it with the hammer. <laughs> Two 18s. 18s hit. Okay. And then a Three plus five. That so that's does eight. not it. Okay. Two hits. I get to roll more than one dice. This wow. Is two D10. This is amazing. Plus two of their, whatever their modifier is. Three. Well, they're both ones. <laughs> <laughs> so that's eight halved to four. Yep. Clang again. Can you tell they're tired? <laughs> There's not a lot going on. We just, just want to be it's free. It's just behind that building over there. You just occasionally hear... Oh my gosh. The Ifrit summons a fire element. Of course he does. Because we need more things. No, he doesn't. On the map. He doesn't, though. Uh, Who's the fire element? Birdo. Go get Toad. Birdo again. Uh, I don't know where exactly you can summon it. Yeah. Oh, thank God. And the fire elemental, uh, that's the Ifrit's action. Aran runs. Yeah, the fire elemental's heading to Aran. That's great. So now I need two things in this book. Good. I need something to fight. Come at me. Where are the elements? I haven't been hit a single time. I can take it. So the fire elemental moves to Aran. Does 900 points of damage. Halved, though, to be fair. Halved to 450. She doesn't have fire damage. Something that doesn't get halved. The dragon section is really long in this Dungeons and Dragons book. I don't know why that is. The dungeon oh. section. Well, I do have sticky notes if you needed to mark things. All right. Um, <laughs> moves through a space. The first time it enters a creature's space on a turn, the creature takes five di- fire damage and catches on fire. You are now on I learned fire. how to stop, drop, and roll. Come you, at me. You are now on fire. You can use your action on your turn to put yourself out. Okay. Oh, God. We're all dead. <laughs> Oops. Uh, but so I don't have to. Down. You don't have to, no. So you take five fire damage. Okay. And it makes two touch attacks at you as it tries to bring extra fire to your fire. Uh, Bad touch. That's a 10 and a 22. <laughs> So uh, the, the, the 22 hits. The, yes, that one does hit. You take five more fire damage. <laughs> I killed Amy over there. You take five more fire damage. Okay. All right. Uh, that, I got to write the elemental's health down. I'm so excited to get back over to my Azer's turn. <laughs> the Ifrit uses its movement to fly over near the portal. And he's about 30 feet up in the air. Mm-mm, well, hmm. having been picked by Kira those times, he's going to actually... No! He's going to hide behind that building over there. The bridge? Yep. And kind of take a duck. So he's on the ground? Yep. So he's kind of ducked there, even though he looks like he's taller than it. Um, that ends his turn. And the Myrmidon... 
I almost want to move him just to get him to do something else. No. <laughs> he needs to stay <laughs> and see this through. Um, he's going to make three scimitar yes. attacks at Brozen. <laughs> yes. I love this battle. How is Brozen still Okay, holding? they all three hit this time, though. Because oh. the low is like a 22. So he does... I put that piece of paper in here to mark the page. Again, I have sticky notes over here. Oh, does it look like I need them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing so good, guys. I'm sweating. Uh, 7, 11 plus 12. Yeah, this That's is all 23 points of damage to Brozen. And you see Brozen's flame is almost completely extinguished. There's just the tiniest glow coming through his armor. Is he the one that was almost dead anyways? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's like, eh, I don't care. No, no, I do uh, care. I was just clarifying. I mean, the at the very least, the they could throw him to. through the portal. And throw his corpse through the portal? No, throw his almost corpse through oh, the portal. Okay. <laughs> that means it's Kalman's turn next. Oh, boy. Yep. You don't have to do that every time. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kalman, He's excited Kalman, that it's his Kalman, turn. Kalman. Let's flip through all my papers to find Kalman. He casts Warding Bond on the Grease Wizard, since he's been taking a lot of damage. Um, whenever you take damage, Kalman takes half of it for you, and your AC's up plus one. Oh, boy! <laughs> I don't know where that came from. He gives you a it's ring, spreading. actually. A ring? Yeah, to wear, to link you together. He but he's already wearing And you it's put one on. Inscribed Aww. on the ring, it says, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And that is But that don't you already have your max mat? Yeah. That's an action. So then he's just going to move a little bit. Not quite into the fire, but closer. And Kira, it's your turn. I think if I move straight out that way, I'll be able to see him. You can move and see. Oh, yeah. That's line of sight. Yeah, you got him. Sharpshooter. Okay. Nope. No? Okay. Because that's a 13. Nope. Minus. And then an 18. With the minus? Plus. Oh, plus and minus. Yeah. Plus that, that 9 hits. minus 5. Yeah. 22 hits. 7 plus 4 plus 4. 11, 15. Plus, plus 10, 10, 25. 25. Okay, yeah, that, again, sinks into this time as ribs, um, and you can't even see the end of the arrow, and it's just fiery blood turning to ash on the ground beneath the uh, ifrit. <laughs> He's looking really bad off. Um, does that end your turn? I can't really go anywhere else at this point, I don't think. All right. Aaron, you're next. Okay. Is he still floating? No, he's down on the ground. I want to hit him with my axe. Ironically hiding from... (laughs) Okay, at the start of your turn, you take five fire damage. Okay. And then as you leave the sphere of the elemental, it makes an attack at you. Okay. Uh, That's going to hit. And you take five more fire damage. What's your movement? 40. My movement is 40. So it's eight. One, two. I can't see. Three, Eight, yeah. Four, five, six. She's yep. there. She's there. You're there. Hit him with my axe. Okay. On lethal mode. On definitely lethal mode. That is a 15. That does not hit. Understandable. <laughs> this one is a. 22. Okay, that does hit. And he is thinking he should have went over by the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's for uh, 15 points of damage. Wow. Okay. You slice through, completely removing one of his hands. That's <laughs> um, just a gushing, kind of boiling blood just spraying everywhere right now. He's still up, but... 
He looks very bad off. Am I still on fire? You are. Okay. Until you use an action or somebody else uses an action to put you out, you remain on fire. Okay. I like how Uh, from here it looks like Mario is peeking around the corner at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to Date Night Podcast with me, Sam Hausman. If you like the show, we could really use your help to spread the word. Share the show with a friend or a family member who you think might enjoy the story. You can also help us by following us on social media like Twitter at Date Night Podcast and sharing our posts from there. It's also the best way to follow for giveaways and announcements about the show. Now back to it. Hannah going to do her thing where she pops around the corner again, but this time Sweet she's... Jesus. She's going to let Malkovich out. And, yeah, let me use a coin. Okay. She's going to send Malkovich up to make an attack. 12 plus... Oh, that's a 16. That doesn't hit. So Malkovich just... And the freak just manages to... In his fit of screaming as his hand is chopped off, just kind of spin out of the way. And Hannah aims up at his face and shoots a crossbow bolt. And connects... And being as he has three health left, Damn. that means all of a sudden he turns to a bunch of ash. Yes. And he is off the board. Yeah. Although oh, I am man. a little upset that an NPC got the pleasure of finishing yeah, the job. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Well, Especially with the 80 damage or whatever I've done. Yeah, yeah. you guys really took you her know down. What? I'm fine with it. <laughs> Hannah finally hit something, so she's happy. Oh, I got healing. Uh, uh, level plus charisma. Are we are we out of combat now? No. No. Permanent. Six. Oh, I, for, I keep forgetting Roran can do that. Um, Roran's next. He's going to make two great sword attacks. Plus the fire elemental. One hits for 2d6. Where nine, is Roran? 11, oh, uh, oh, he's behind 13 points of damage halved to 6. Okay. Um, Grease Wizard, it's your turn. Um, we've got now the Myrmidon, the Elemental, as it seems like these uh, maps kind of, or the, the mobs just have replaced some of the ones that have died. So you still have the Fire Elemental and the Flame Myrmidon left. And a friend who is on fire. As a, Again, rule clarification. As a summoned being, doesn't the Fire Elemental disappear when the Efreet did? It does not disappear. It's not under his control. There's no more control. Uh, but it's so just here. How is the water tower up? Like- uh, it's got, like, basically four iron legs, like, that just go straight up uh, and hold. It's just like a big tank. It's not, like, glass. Oh, like it's not glass. Or No. It's just a big metal tank. Hmm. It looks like it was more for, or less for even drinking, like for the Azers, and more for just, like, quenching. Like, there's a big bucket down on the ground. Hmm? We have common to purify it. Oh, all right, here's what I want to do. I want to bust a hole in it and have it, like... There's a bucket on the ground. He already said that. Take the bucket and throw it at fire elemental. No, I want to bust a hole in the big tank. So the water pours all over the fire elemental. So how do I do that? It's your job. Shatter? What kind of tank is it? Can I cast like metal. a an acid chromatic orb? Would that could potentially through the metal, depending on the damage you roll. Um I'm gonna roll yeah, I'm gonna do that uh, acid chromatic orb at that at the water tank. Yeah. So it sprays out over. Okay. I, I think you'll hit, so just go ahead and roll the damage. Okay. And I'll do it with my weapon of math destruction to add five. Okay. And I'll cast it as a second level spell to add another d8. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. We don't need so any drinking water. Two, uh, what is that then? Three d8 plus five? Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to bust the thing, obviously. Well, it's sixteen plus, plus five. five. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. It's going to make a sizable hole in it, and you'll start to see the water drain out there. It, that's that's good visual that's, effect. That's, that's right? good. That's production um, quality. And start shooting. You would have had to have moved. Yeah, like, that's fine. To shoot that way. Um, and try to put a hole there. 
Go ahead and roll as the water moves into the fire elemental. For every gallon of water, it takes one cold damage. So I imagine it gushing. gallons of water. Go ahead and roll it. Just yeah, roll you... a d12 for now for how many gallons would have glowed out 12. in that short amount of time. Yeah. It takes 12 damage. Okay. And you see it shrink down a little bit. And the dwarves watch their precious water supply slowly. <laughs> glowed out Dang. of the side of the tank. We'll be fine. And all right. Does that end your turn? Yeah. It is the squad of dwarves' turn. Can you roll their healing? They go, no! Three. Water, water! All right, they... You bastard! <laughs> they rush back around into combat with the flame... They were peeking around. Bum, bum, bum. Technically, that's still there. Oh. They're just not in it. Yahoo! That'll be two hits. Oh, wow. No, no. <laughs> they were both one. That's a one and a one plus a one and a one. That's two halved to one. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> I've erased and re. Oh my god! This thing's at about half health now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that fight we had at Annie Marlene's with the flesh golem that yeah. was resistant. Yeah. Oh boy! All right. Well, that ends their turn. Good job, fellas. Zev. Right, so Good work. Ten feet away. I'm going to bamf back mm-hmm. into existence. Two Eldritch Blasts at this thing. All right. The, uh, the Birdo. A 17 and a nat 20. Oh, yeah. They're going to hit. Okay. Where's my dice? There they are. All right. So the first one is going to be 11 plus 4. 15. 15 damage. The second one's only going to be one dice. Uh, seven plus four. Eleven damage. And then that was a good round for you. Move another one, two, three, four, five, six. And see if you blink again. Yeah. I do not on this turn. Okay, so you're still out there. Alrighty. Uh it is back to the Azers if you want to do anything for them. Guess what? What? They're going to try to hit it with the hammer. Are they? Yes, just come That's down. A novel idea. Three mighty swings of their hammers. Maybe try rolling them one at a time. No. <laughs> <laughs> one hits. One critical fails. <laughs> one hits. One is just kind of not really good. Put give bros in something. We say he hits. <laughs> uh, That's a I've, I've completely D10, forgotten. D10 plus three. D10 plus three. Two plus three is five. Have to, to two. Wow. Not their best, you know, opponent. Fight for your freedom. <laughs> like, if they could have maybe hit Brela before she died, they might have done something. If they tried to get to her, but then by the time they yeah. would have gotten to her, she was, like, dead. All righty. That means it's back around to the Elemental's turn. It dashes 100 feet for the opening in the fire plane, finally free of the command of the Ifrit. Bye! And vanishes in there. The Myrmidon turns around and attempts to do the same thing. Attack of opportunity! It's kind of pinned in. Three attacks of opportunity. You get three attacks of opportunity, and so does Roran. So do the dwarves. one, and the dwarves get one, yeah. No! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! One, three, five! The dwarves miss. And Roran... These dwarves are in rough shape. <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered Roran, anyways, but... Roran hits with his great just been satisfying. For 11 halved to 5. Yes! All right. And the thing dashes. It can move something. It's gone. We're out of combat. Uh, yeah, I think with the dash, it can make it. Because it can go like 40. So that would be 80. The Azers follow... No. Yeah. All right. No. Uh, into the portal. <laughs> Uh, again, not under the command of the Ifrit anymore. Okay. Uh, seemingly nothing on the board here. Why did he say seemingly? Seemingly? No bam. do an investigation check. All right. No Aren stops, drops, and rolls. Yes. That's a 24. You bam. would take one more set of five at the start of your turn before no you could do that, but then you're out and you put yourself out. Are we not out of combat? I know, but before you... It would go to your turn. At the start of your turn, you take the damage, then you roll. 24 on the I investigation. I five fire damage for breakfast. Um, the Efreet turn to a bunch of ash. The elementals have run away. Brela's body is still there. Aaron's looted it. 
Um, you he, you can see the Myrmidon run away from the clanging that had been occurring for the whole fight. Um, you do see coming from this direction where the Afridi did, where the entrance or the exit to this area is, two flame Myrmidons coming in this direction. Phalanx, form a wall. Oh, come on. Two flame Aridin. Pretty sure they're just sprinting for the door. Let's just let them go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kalman's going to start running to try and, like, hide. I'm going to run over to the ash pile. Okay. And just kind of sift through it, because I know that he's looking for... He, he had some sort of... Yeah, it's got to be like, all... It's got to be all sludgy by now, because of all the water dumped into it. There's no water dumped into it. Yeah, all this water is also here. running out of this. this is, yeah, that's... Look, look, look. Drinking water! Kira, you worry too much. You don't find anything on There's the Afridi. No can you? Anybody can roll a nature check, history check. Four. Not nature. two. Nature 20. check better. No history. Wait, 20? history minus two. <gasps> two. You think the Afridi um, dying here on this plane probably teleports him back to the plane of fire? Um, so he probably can we close most this portal? Valuables uh, would be there. He, there's no sign of any magical artifact on him. It was almost a 19, and then it tipped over to a 3. All right. <clears throat> so, let's... You, everyone good? We all free? Where are the dwarves? That, isn't, aren't the dwarves the... run back over into the healing spirit. They try... The Azers go... They tell the Azers to go there, but it doesn't seem to have any effect on the Azers. Because they're a construct. Mm, well, sort of. Constructs are all right, people Are too. we all good? Is everyone free? Can we just leave now? You watch the Myrmidons get closer, and they are making a beeline for the portal. All right. See you guys. Good Bye. luck. Have fun in the fire plane. The fifth dwarf, <laughs> is it still on the ground? They're dr- they've drug it back over into the... <laughs> Shook them in there. Uh, they yeah, did, they're shaking them now in the deer. They did get it and then drag it back? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, they're just... In the deer! Make sure to shake him harder! Zev wants to look at the Azers and be like, Are you free? We are free. You guys should go home then. And so should we. Wait, I'm starting to do a dip back into Durin there. <laughs> yes. That was half Zev, half Durin. Uh, yeah. And that was confusing. Uh, Roran walks over, kind of strides over to you guys. I don't know why I feel the need to grab them on the map, but we don't need it anymore. Um, <laughs> And just kind of says, uh, I will keep my promise to you and take you through the exit and the dragon's breath. And the weapons? Um, I don't think we'll be here long enough for that. We have some supplies here where the newts were working. Or not the newts. Salamanders. Salamanders. What? <laughs> There's also a monster called fire newts. So, um, uh, We could make you something it would take a while i don't think we have a while yeah all right even fine. though you were a very good boy and you do deserve a toy <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm 17 now Aaron. you don't need to treat me like i'm seven year old anymore <laughs> i'm not a little boy anymore i'm a little man <laughs> <laughs> i don't trust this fire portal being here are we sure it's safe to keep working here while it's open we're not I'm asking we're leaving. i'm asking the azers What's going to stop him from coming back? Time. He will need some time to regather himself in the plane of fire from his essence. And think about what he did. Hopefully by then we can reinforce the brass bulwark or maybe find some allies to help us defend it. Or if not, be long gone into the plane of fire to find more of our brethren. All right, cool. Well, show us the way, please. Good luck. Okay. Um, so he starts walking you um, uh, away from here toward the west uh, in this cavern. Takes you to the dragon's breath, which is this steaming fumarole with just poison gases pouring out of it. And there are <laughs> these little tiny creatures kind of jumping around in the magma. Uh, Roran steps in toward those flames and the little creatures who start to swarm toward him lash out with like fiery claws with no effect and he just starts kicking them out of the way basically and they eventually see that they can do very little and they break and run Um, and he says careful with your 
step through here. Um, Hold your breath. <coughs> breathe. Yeah. Do not breathe as more than you must. <laughs> I need everybody as you go through to make constitution saving throws. 21. You're good. 20. Good. 12. Good. Bad. Six. You are considered poisoned right now. <coughs> um, you are consistently coughing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not different from real life. You'll be at disadvantage on any athletics or constitution checks or saving throws and uh, on any stealth checks. Even in my favorite terrain? Because of the coughing. Mm-hmm. At least on anything that can hear. Uh, but uh, he kind of just raises his big metal hand in your direction as you go to leave. Yes. And <laughs> is saying goodbye. And we oh. reply with yes. <laughs> I nod <Thank> and I <coughs> cough. And the dwarves, you know, have come with you as well to get out. They don't want to be in here anymore. They can't go to the plane of fire. So they're walking through that uh, with you as well. Okay. All right. Um, Topside? Are we finally out of the Underdark? Yeah. When you uh. finally now emerge from Red Rock and the long road that you took from Lightwater to the Spore Cities, down the reaches of the Dark River, past, past the wraiths of Zidras, over the terrors that dwell in the gloom of the Night March, um, and through the uh, kingdom of the Afrit, you come face to face with barren land to the north, south, and west, as far as you can see. There's no life, no plants or animals of any kind dwelling in this arc of land that encircles this side of the dry obsidian lake that stretches away out of sight to the east of where you exit the underground into the pale light of dawn, um, despite the fact that you've been up all day. Uh, The ground is full of craters left by entire root systems of ancient jungle trees that are now nowhere to be seen. Uh, What was once dense undergrowth and fallen detritus of the uh, detritus, I can't say that word, I don't know why I use it, (laughs) of the jungle floor uh, that once held constant vigil over the ground beneath the jungle canopy has left no trace. There's nothing but pale white dirt. Dirt devoid of the rich color you might expect beneath the boughs of a forest or a jungle. The only thing that breaks the flat land of the plains that are here that once held the mighty trees is a single statue. It stands about six and a half feet tall and about a hundred yards away from you, seemingly facing you directly. It's standing defensively. The figure grips an axe, but it is hard to make out the details at this distance and through the dust of the grainy earth that blows in the swirling gusts of wind that seem like hurricanes after the stillness of the Underdark. Clouds of dirt continue to obscure your approach um, toward the statue. The dwarves kind of leading the way, happy, as happy as you've ever seen dwarves to finally be in the light of day, which is not usually their forte. But the clouds of dirt are getting maddeningly thicker with each step that should bring you closer to recognition of the statue. But the stance, the posture, the size against the horizon, all of these features speak of something familiar until all of a sudden as you were within a few dozen feet of the statue the wind dies as the sun rises over your backs and shines brightly over the shimmering black stone of the crystal lakes and casts its rays on the statue's face and there a fierce half-orc with axe in hand staring back toward the entrance to the underdark daring any creature to emerge to harry her people a statue that is unmistakably Arin. Across the chest of the statue, alien to the landscape around you, is a sash of vines and flowers that, though withered before the light of the sun touched them, now grow more vibrant with each passing moment. Inside your mind, Arin, you hear the voice of Kylina, the huntress of the beastlands and the pride of Arborea, say to you, Arin, my lovely, beloved of your people, both old and new, untamable vine, Behold the land of my people and yours. And you look around and just see the craggy, barren wasteland um, around you. Uh, are you seeing the same thing I'm seeing? And she what? says, I cannot hear you up there. 
<laughs> oh yeah, how long does it take to get through the uh, the the dragons? You're breath? still big. Am I still cool? It's maybe an hour and a half since the end of the fight. Okay. Maybe two hours. Okay. So you're eye level with the statue. <laughs> she says the statue's only six and a half feet tall. I thought it was up on something though. It's probably on a somewhat of a pedestal, but she's still probably taller than it. She says, um, this was the land of the priests of the hunt, the grizzards of Wees, the ones who followed Griselda from Nevermoon to dwell in the overland jungle and the valleys between the fertile shores of the crystal lakes, a land that is no more. Aaron. I said that gods are brought where they are called. But sometimes those callings pull us in two directions with equal weight, and it is up to a god to use her strength to push toward one or the other so as not to be torn asunder by the constant and equal pressure. Our people called to us on the shores of Manasseh, just as they called us here to the place where they would dwell for hundreds of years to follow, a place where those people you and I called our own would unite with my people, from this land, people who partook in the hunt of the borders to honor my name. I felt the pull of both times, the pull of both peoples, and I offered you a boon. I brought you to the people that we shared, though it meant the doom of these here. And now, by extension, a doom of part of your people that had unified with them. Had I failed to choose or had you failed to protect them, both would have been destroyed. It was not the first time I have made such a choice, but it is a rarity that the pools are equal enough for even my great strength to influence which way I am drawn. Aaron, I chose a mortal life. I hoped to mix with the spirit of your past life to the fullest extent not because I wanted to avoid these choices, but because of the power and the significance that comes from making them. The gods, I, we were cut off from this plane long ago when mortals willed it to be so. We influence things only as much as the will of those that call us allow. We are authors of a book whose characters have come to life and fight our paths for them, and we fit the pieces of our story around their choices and make the best ending that we can. Every age, mortals make the most important and difficult decision to live lives under the will of our destiny for them or their own, and that is a choice that I chose mortality to be a part of, but it is not the only one. Aaron, you make choices about where you will go who you will help, and who will face your fury, who you will laugh with and who you will scoff at. When I tasted this long-forgotten power of that choice, it was like returning to the hunt and the kill and the consumption. It was power but sustenance as well. <laughs> and like a woman... Like a woman. <laughs> and like a woman seeking water, it brought me to you when you were born. I am bound to you forever by the choice I made. And if you do not accept me, when your mortal shell expires, I will find your spirit again. And when you are born again, I will still be bound to you as I was bound to Ama and the life before and the life before. Is that a threat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you do not... If you do not let me become a mortal, it is a threat that you will never be rid of me. Aaron, sometime soon, you will have that choice, that terrible, powerful, and perfect choice will be yours to make. A time is coming when the will of people who count on you will pull you in more directions than you can go. Remember me then, and know the pain that I caused you was not of my intent. You will feel the pull when fate weighs need against need, not some point in time against another in that same point in time, but the equal pull of our people now between the past and the present. Aaron, until you call me again, 
Those choices will be yours to make when you feel the pull so that you can understand how fate weighs need against need. Uh-oh. If you stay, the prayers of your people of another time will go unanswered. But if you go, if you leave this island, we will not be here with our people to face this threat. Raven Tree is their last hope. If it falls, so will the rest of the island, our people, and perhaps the lands beyond as well. In many places, our people call to us, but only in one can we answer. This is a choice I have made before, but soon, Arn, my lovely, the choice will be yours to make, and making it will finally let you know what it's like to be a god. And with that, the voice of Kylina fades, and the sash on the statue blooms um, to life with vivid colors of flowers and the deep green of the vines that stretch throughout it. And you're alone, well, with your friends, in an empty clearing, a destroyed land, having finally made it out of the Underdark. Well, that statue is pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? My hair does not look like that. You'd notice the sash seems to be magical uh, with that, and you sort of have a pull toward taking it. Yeah, I was thinking about taking it, but I didn't know if I was supposed to or not, or if you'd be like, okay, you killed the last living thing in the land. Good job. (laughs) Um, So I'll just go ahead and tell you about that, and then we'll... um, I don't know if this will get cut or... And as the flowers fade, they whisper, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It says, the beautiful sash is one that features a living bouquet of vines and flowers that blooms each dawn and wither each dusk. Wearing this sash grants you advantage on all charisma checks made against fey creatures or plants. While wearing the sash, you can attach the vines to a thrown weapon during a short or long rest. The vines reduce the maximum range to 60 feet, but after you make a ranged attack with the attached weapon, you can immediately make a nature check, DC 10, to command the vines to return it to you. On a success, you retrieve the weapon. On a failure, the vines detach themselves from the weapon, and you have to reattach them on a short rest. You can just chuck your axe. You also... Um, yeah. Uh, roll, a, roll an arcana check. No. No? Okay. I could help out if you ask me. You could look at it. If Maybe she wants next to. time. All right. Okay. Well, you're going to see it on the sheet anyway. <laughs> uh, but there are cumulative benefits. <laughs> that doesn't mean Arin has yeah, to know. That you'll get if you equip it and Quarry's Bane. They, it's a set. They, they are a set, and you get a set bonus, which is something I'm playing with for Prinkle's Fire Touch Guide to Magic Items Volume 2. Ooh. Available at dmsguild.com and through our website at Date Night Podcast. It probably will be by the time this yeah. comes out. Yeah. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com.